what I'm trying to suck in and absorb. Which prophet had all these beautiful light angels that we don't know their name to? One more time. Who was he? Which verse tells us that there was a prophet? Here it is. In the book of Kings, chapter 2, verse 6, it says, the Bible describes how God provided an army of angels leading horses and chariots of fire to protect the prophet Elisha and his servant, and open the servant's eyes that he can see the angelic army surrounding them. Wow. Okay. Can we just say, like, 66-something freaking books, there was a cool cat who had an assistant even, who was trying to make God happy, and he sent a whole bunch of angel warriors? Just for this one prophet, he set an entire army of angel soldiers. That's what I'm saying. That's what this show's about right now. God does the same for us. We are His beloved children, created in His image and likeness. And just as it was back then, it is today. Because the scripture says, God does not change. I do not change. He changed His blood covenant, which was a different way of God dealing with man. The Bible's divided in two sections, the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. The last series we spoke about, what is a covenant? You know, about the marriage and the binding between two. But not only that, God has given us power. Let's go back to that, because that's what all the preachers want to say. Like, oh, we all have what God has, and we're all... I'm just going back to, there's a piece in the Bible that says one prophet was worth God throwing his army at. Yep, to protect him. To protect him. Why? Why was he protecting him? What did this prophet have to say? He was walking in the Spirit of the Lord. He was a prophet that was bringing revival back to the nation of Israel. After Lucifer had taken over, after... This is uh, far into the history of mankind. I believe this was somewhere around 800 to 600 BC. I could get the exact date yeah, we will. of this prophet. We'll, yes. we'll put this on the blogs and all that stuff. Yep, go ahead. So this prophet was one that was called to bring revival to the nation of Israel. Okay, one of the books, this prophet, name the name again, it's kind of nice Elisha. And Elisha was... Elisha is a male name. Yes, and he was a prophet as a disciple of Elijah. And Elijah was the prophet that spoke against the nation of Israel and said that it will not rain for three and a half years. And it didn't rain for three and a half years until... The prophet prayed, and at that moment, there was great famine upon the land, and all the prophets of the king, I think it was Beelzebub, were the prophet Elijah challenged their prophets and said, build an altar, make it large and plain, and the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And so, two groups of prophets— the prophet Elijah, along with all the other prophets, I think there were 60 of them in, whole, in all, okay. maybe 90. 60 prophets in the Bible, maybe 90, right? Uh, of the prophet of Beelzebub. There we go. They're, they're, oh, they're, they're, yes, yeah, yeah they, they, okay. were, they were on the wrong side, but they were in the nation of Israel. Well, these were prophets 
Beelzebub was a demon. Yes. And they were prophesizing on the wrong side of the tracks. They were on the wrong side. And what, and what happened was that Elijah kept taunting them, you know? Oh, maybe you need to scream louder. Maybe your God is asleep. Maybe you got to wake him up, right? And they're over there screaming and cutting themselves and calling forth this, and nothing happened. And what Elijah did was that he built this altar and made a trench around it and covered all this wood with water. And as he covered it with water, and water was scarce at that point in time, it hadn't rained for three and a half years. And Elijah prayed and said, let the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And fire came down from heaven and engulfed the entire altar that they had made. And everybody fell in fear and worship to the one true God. And Elijah, with his men and army, took the rest of the prophets that were, you know, deceiving the people and had them massacred. Wow. Okay. All right. Boom. We talked to you about the Bible. We talked to you about the conversations. We talked about you about the mysticism. We talked to you about the stories, right? I mean, this is like the Hobbit times 50 million, right? Like, come on. Who are we kidding here, right? You are bringing this out. Stories of the Bible. These are part of the stories of the Bible, right? They are. You're not making this up from like other uh, some other chapter from some other dude who wrote a book that no. was a segue of the Bible. This is part of the Bible. Is that true? I challenge the listeners to dig into the Word and yeah. find out for the, for themselves. Yeah, it's and true. Come back and tell us, hey, you might have missed something here, right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So this is what we're here for. This is episode three. We really wanted this for you, right? Like we really wanted you to know that we believe that we have embarked in through our birth. A spiritual warfare. We believe that we live in a spiritual life. We believe that we are souls and body. We believe that we are being guided and uh, all of us are being guided. And we also, Shane and I are being well admitted to say, we believe we're in the end times. We believe this is the end times for a variety of reasons. Not for panic, but because we do. Are we still saying that? No, absolutely. And you know, you want to have a sense of urgency because you don't want to become complacent. And you don't want to allow the light, this world to overcrowd your direction and devotion. Um, so you want to have a sense of urgency and you also want to have a sense of fear in a way of a godly fear. And what I mean by that is you want to have that reverence and that respectable fear that when you come to God, this is not something light. This is not something you take as a joke. This is the most serious thing that has ever came in contact with you in your entire life, period. I mean, you can earn doctorate's degrees in physics, science, and whatever it is. It means nothing when you come into the knowledge of God in the true faith and understanding that He is the God that created you. Because when it's all said and done, that's all that matters, nothing else. Okay, so we're going to go back to the last show where I said there's a bunch of intellectuals who are never going to be able to admit that we know what we're talking about. But what we did just do is we shared the mysticism of the Bible. I want to keep doing that, people, because it brings me comfort. It brings me comfort to hear about angels being sent forth and prophets being realized and evil prophets not having their way and evil prophets having to come back and Lucifer still coming to the mix. And the Bible is filled with a whole bunch of stories that most people have never heard. This is what I'm saying. Truth Sayer really brings us to the table. The same verses that people do on all the churches and stuff, they're the same. No one sat here and talked about, at least for me, I have never been able to sit and hear about great prophets who are all being demonized. 
who were selling false prophets. Oh, yeah. And God sent great angels to make it right. Absolutely. I've never been there. There's no Bible story. There's no church I've ever been to. There's no nothing that I've ever been able to say, oh, let me latch myself on that for a minute. Never, never, never till now on this podcast. Okay? And we're going to get to more of that. Oh, we're going to get many episodes to come. Way more to come, right? Okay, well, this is what we do. We bring it out. We flush it out. We talk it out. We know who we're talking about. We got. You want to do any more here or we do a prayer to end? The last thing I would like to say is the definition of an angel. If you look it up in scripture, in Hebrew and Greek, and the actual definition means a messenger, which is kind of interesting. That's food for thought. Just dwell on that. You know, a messenger. It's either a messenger from Satan or a messenger from God. Paul, when he was speaking, and he said that, I have a thorn in my flesh. A messenger of Satan has come to come against me. And I have prayed for God to deliver me from this. And God spoke to him and said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness. That's just food for thought. A word just to allow your soul and heart to dwell on. Because a lot of us right now are under an attack from an angel demon. And we have to pray, God, deliver me from this. Deliver me from this. But if God doesn't, we have to understand that his strength is made perfect on our weakness and his grace is sufficient for us. On that note, like I've just learned that angels and numerology is a thing. Like 333 and 555. What does the Bible say about angels and numerology? It doesn't actually say anything in particular on that area. What it does say is that all throughout the Bible, God uses numbers throughout history. For an example, I'll just use the number 40, right? But it's in many things, in seven and six and three and five. We're going to leave that and come back to it, okay? Absolutely. To the numbers. Yeah. So just for an example, one number, the number 40. It rained 40 days and 40 nights, right? Elijah fasted for 40 days. Jesus fasted for 40 days. The first three kings of the nation of Israel, King Saul, King David, and King Solomon, each reigned for 40 years. I mean, and the list goes on. You know, right, the, the right. number 40 is a very powerful number throughout wow. the entire scriptures yeah, of the Bible. Yeah. And there are many more that I don't have at the top of my memory sure, yeah, at this we'll point, but it, yeah. God had always used those types of numbers for different things. What is the coincidence that each king would exactly reign for 40 years? I mean, that's crazy. When they're supposed to reign until they die. That's crazy. Okay, so here's how we're leaving off, guys. Honestly, Shane's helping me with some of this that we've all talked about, where we come from, how we got there, and who we are. What I realize is that there are three angels in the Bible. That's all we know right now. So you help us if we miss something. We'll bring other people in to see if they found something else. If there's other lost teachings of our biblical scriptures, bring them to us. Right now, we only know of three angels, Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer. We talked about how Lucifer got his name Satan. We talked about the abandonment and what he wanted. We talked about his beauty. We've talked about so many aspects of that. We've talked about the fallen armies that came with him. We've talked about some demons who have a slight name. We talked about prophets who were trying to overcome them with God helping bring his angels to help these prophets overcome these demons. So we are just barely scratching the surface. This is what Truth Sayer is about. We know you're with us. We got to keep doing this. Let's do the prayer. Let's do it. Almighty Father God, creator of heaven and earth, Lord Yahweh, Jehovah, the great supreme creator, we worship you, God. We thank you 
for all your mercy and grace. And as we come before you, Lord, we know that when two or three are gathered in your name, you are there in the midst. We also know, God, that greater is he that is within us than he that is within the world. God, we proclaim your blessings for the scripture says that our blessings are in this heavenly realm, in the spiritual world. And God, we pray forth our spiritual blessings right now. We pray for protection. We pray for the angels, God, to come down upon us, to protect us, guide us, deliver us, and strengthen us, God, with all perfect wisdom, understanding, and comprehension of your perfect word. God, we pray, God, that the word that was spoken will not come back void, but will accomplish that which you have called it to accomplish. We thank you, God, for mercy and grace. And most importantly, we pray right now for salvation, the salvation of souls. It's the most important thing that we can ever pray for in all of our prayer life. From our moms, our families, our friends, our loved ones, everyone that's living outside the will of God, we know that you are the only one that holds the power to change hearts, change minds, and convert souls. And we pray right now for those blessings to come upon us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you, God, that you have been such a great blessing and provider and sustainer of life. And we continue, God, to just walk in your spirit. And we just ask that you lead us into all truth. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I want my people. I want my family. I want all my people to have their souls with us. Amen. And praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Good night. Next time on Truth Here. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm.